Hi, I'm Ellen Newhouse, and welcome to Heart and Soul. Are you ready to live a soulfully inspired life? If you're ready to dive deep, get seriously honest with yourself, and learn to trust your deep wisdom, then this is the place for you. I'll be sharing unfiltered stories from my own life and those of many other courageous, creative entrepreneurs and transformational leaders who have dug deep inside themselves to heal, honor their amazing wisdom, and dare to take inspired action. No more sitting by the sidelines wishing for a more satisfying life. It's time for you to become the person you have always dreamed of being. Have a career and a life you love. Join us each week to be spiritually uplifted and inspired into action. And oh yes, I'll be giving you homework to get you moving closer to your dreams. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Ellen Newhouse, and tonight I'm doing a special edition. It's going to be a little bit more personal and definitely very purposeful. By the end of tonight's session, I'm really hoping that I have offered you some ideas about where I've been and where we're going as a podcast. And also, I hope that I give you some tools by the end of tonight to deal with what I believe is a time of enormous change. And as my friend Pantia Kohler said, it is the era of disruption. So let's start off with a little bit of the personal, all right? So I have been doing this podcast since May just May of this year, and already I have felt a great need to rebrand it, to rethink about what is it that I'm really offering. And as I have been sitting with it, I've become very reflective, not only about where I've been, but also where I'm going and where I believe we're all headed in this enormous time. I cannot... <laughs> express more deeply how I feel that this time, which is a time of great change, is also can be perceived as a time of great imbalances. It can be perceived as a really difficult time. It can be perceived as a super challenging time. I know many of my patients have felt quite challenged. And while I too have gone through many, many, many challenges in the last year and a half, as many of you know who follow me on Facebook, I had lost my mom June 10th of 2020 to COVID. And Many, many changes have happened since then. And what I feel is that we're going through not only this challenging time, but a time of great growth. So often our growth comes out of challenges. 
And what I want to assure you from the depths of my heart, even though right now, when you open up the news or you dare to put the TV on and listen to the news, it really looks really bad. I mean, honestly, it looks like a shit show, right? I mean, I do not purview the news on the television. I hardly ever watch television. And and I just have gotten into a place where I'm just not interested in reading the news much. But when I do, oh my goodness, I open it up and I think, I feel like I am looking at a different planet. You know, it's like, wow, I just can't believe what I'm seeing. And yet, what I know to be true, what I absolutely know to be true, is while it absolutely looks horrible right now on the outside, what I believe is being offered up is this wonderful, and I truly mean wonderful opportunity for all of us to grow. You know, I sometimes feel often these days that it's like, we're in that machine that Batman would get trapped in and he would get squeezed really hard. And then he was always somehow rescued by Robin. And so the universe right now, I believe, is squeezing all of us so that we release the old stories that no longer serve us. We release the old pain that we do not need to take forward and that actually we can't take forward because it's too heavy. So if you're experiencing that feeling of like, oh, you, you feel like you're either being squeezed to death or you feel like you're going to explode, let me tell you, you're in very, very good company. It means that you are awakening to a whole new level of yourself. And typically, what I find in my history is that I tend to go through this ahead of the masses. So, for example, I was experiencing this starting in January of 2020. Actually, I've been experiencing it sometime even before then. Uh, August of 2019, I felt this and wondered, whoa, what is going to happen? And then we carried on and it just seemed like much of the same old, same old. And I thought, well, all right, whatever. And then, you know, by March of 2020, I began to see and understand what I had been experiencing. And I feel that many, many light workers, many healers, many people who do channeling work tend to experience it a little bit ahead of the wave so that we can go through it, we can understand it, and then we can say to all those that we work with, Hey, don't worry. I've been there. It's okay. It's, you're all going to come out okay. But while you're going through this period of great disruption, of great 
Mm, I'm studying um, of great unknowns. I think there are many unknowns right now in our culture, in our world at large, in the whole global community. You know, there are so many things that are changing so rapidly that it can be very unsteadying. So what I want to talk about is what do you do? What do you do when everything looks horrible? What do you do when all you look at, it looks like this big shit show? Nothing seems to make sense. And whatever you believe on Monday, by Friday, you're in question. Or whatever you believed a month ago certainly does no longer apply. So what do you do? Well, the first thing that you do or that you could do is to acknowledge where you are. You could say, wow, I am in a little bit of a tornado. I am in the washing machine of my life. I am in an era of disruption. I am in this moment of uncertainty, great uncertainty. And then once you do acknowledge it, you can then begin to be with it. Because we cannot heal anything that we do not acknowledge. And I think that is worthy of repeating. We cannot heal anything that we do not acknowledge. So the first step in finding some peace in this time is by acknowledging, I'm bloody uncomfortable. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for acknowledging that. You know, I don't like this. I feel unsteady. Yes. I feel so uncertain. I hear you. Yes. Thank you for acknowledging that. Then, once you do that, you know, I feel like almost immediately, soon after you acknowledge that, you're going to all of a sudden begin to feel better. You know, I mean, it's it's interesting when we won't acknowledge something, when we don't want to be where we're at, when we resist it, is when we really suffer because we refuse to be where we are. And at the end of the day, if nothing else, we must, 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 must be in some sense of congruency with ourselves, with our body, with what we know to be true. So if some part of you is saying, you know what, this is really uncomfortable. And the other part is like, no, no, shh, 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 don't, don't say it, don't say it, don't acknowledge, don't acknowledge, shh, no, no, that's not true then we really suffer, right? Because we're no place. We're neither where we want to be, nor are we where we are because we're not acknowledging it. And so we're, we, we can tend to feel really, really lost right on top of all of the actual discomfort. So we cause ourselves even more suffering. So the very first thing I want you to do in these days of great change is to just acknowledge how it is for you. Don't worry about your neighbor. 
Don't worry about how your sister, your brother, your mother, your uncle, your aunt feels. All I'm asking is, how do you feel? How are you experiencing this great upheaval? And you know, today you might say, um, mm, I'm okay. And tomorrow morning you wake up and say, oh, hell, I'm not okay. And that's okay too. Because we are shifting very rapidly right now. So what might be true for you in this very moment as you're listening may not be true for you by tomorrow morning. And so it's very unsteadying. So the first thing, as I said, is to acknowledge where you are in this moment and then in the next moment and then in the next five moments, the next 20, the next 24-hour moments, just to acknowledge. So usually when we acknowledge, we acknowledge in a thought form. I like this. I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. So then the next step is to go deeper. Imagine that I don't understand the English language very well. So I only understand short little words. So when you go inside and ask, what does that feel like? I would like to hear something like, my chest feels tight. It's dark inside. It's gray. It's sunny. It's light. It's yellow. It's red. It's black. It's brown. It's blue. It's purple. It's a little less tight. It feels mm, like butterflies are moving around. And the reason I ask you to get this specific is because we need to take you from the thought form, from the idea in your head, into your actual experience in your body. So why do I suggest this? Because when we merely stay in our heads, we can think a lot of thoughts, but we're not necessarily in congruence with our whole being. And by coming into the body, we really get to discover a whole new layer and layers of our reality. You know, our minds can think many, many thoughts. And some of those thoughts might be true. They may not be true. They may be fabricated. They may be old facts. They may be facts that somebody else told you. So, for example, when you were a little child and things got a little uncomfortable, somebody might have suddenly came in, whooped you up and put you in their arms very tightly and said, oh, 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 my dear, my dear, my dear, my dear, are you okay, are you okay, are you okay? And you felt their fear. You felt their deep concern or, you know, their their terror, and you took it on as true for yourself. And then when you get close to discomfort, suddenly all the bells and whistles go off 
about how frightening this is, how terrorizing this is, and you're reacting to an experience that you had. So is it true or is it not true? Well, on one level, you experienced it as true, but you didn't have the tools, let us say, to learn that that was someone else's experience that you took on. And now you view the world through their experience, not your own. So what we're doing when we go back into the body now, from where you're sitting, is that you get to learn what is actually physically true for you. Not just someone's story that you took on, or their experience that they were having, but you get to experience what does it feel like for me to sit with discomfort? What is it like for me to experience a time of great change? What is it like for me to experience disruption? Now, for some of us, change is really welcome. You know, I love change. I find it really exciting. Whereas for some other people, change is really terrifying and very scary. Until they're able to go through enough healing and release old patterns of reacting that they learned. Okay? So... By going into the body and by experiencing what you experience when you think the thought, I like change or I do not like change, then you get to sit inside your body and you get to feel that. And then you get to ask the question, is this based on my beliefs and my thoughts or did I take this on from somebody else? Now, on your own, that might be a little hard to decipher. But many of you, I imagine, who listen to my podcast and who follow me on Facebook have been working on yourselves for a bit of time. So you have some information. You have some history. I would challenge you to challenge yourself. And pretty soon, by even asking the question, you're going to know oh, wait, a memory flashes into my head of my aunt seeing me falling down on the ground and coming in, swooping up, and putting her experience onto me. You will, if you ask the question long enough, my feeling is that your body and your being is going to clarify for you is your reaction yours or somebody else's? Is this a learned behavior or is this your true experience? So, as we get to know our truth from a feeling place within our body, then we're standing more on terra firma. We have a safer footing. Then we get to ask ourselves the question, 
in addition to this knowingness within myself, what do I require? What do I require to feel safe when everything around me is changing rapidly, when there is great disruption, whether it's climate changing, whether it's the rules changing within the government, whether it's COVID rapidly changing, whatever it is, you get to ask yourself, what do I require for my own self to feel peaceful. Now, you may be laughing and saying, Ellen, we're living in a great, this time of tidal waves of change. How can anybody feel peaceful? And you know, I want to say, I have been feeling very peaceful. Now, do I experience feeling peaceful every moment of every day? No, absolutely not. But I have been amazed and astounded at my ability to stay with my own experience and to find great peace even during this time of great disruption. So what are the things that I have been doing that have led me to experiencing peace, even though everything outside of me has been changing, has been erratic. You know, just going to the supermarket these days is can be very traumatizing. You go in to get a few items on your grocery list, and maybe four out of the ten aren't there because the current supply chain is disruptive. And we may experience more of that in the near future, and not to alarm you, and I don't say this to upset you, but we need to know how we can find our feet, find our own peace, no matter what's going on in the world. So, knowing where you stand, knowing how you feel, knowing how to quiet yourself down. So what do I mean by that? You know, many of us, like me, have whirling brains, right? If we're always thinking. We have a million thoughts running through our minds, and often it feels like they go in circles or in spirals, and if we're upset about something, they go a lot faster. So what I find very helpful is meditation. Now, it does not have to be the kind of suffering meditation that I think many people associate with meditation. If you're an active person like me, you can choose a moving meditation. There is all sorts of, of kind of walking meditations. There are labyrinth meditations. Well, actually... My latest guest, James Brown, talks about his form of meditation. So go back and have a look at the very last episode before this one. And you can look James up. I put up all of his information. Um, he has some freebies that he offered. And he has a different kind of meditation. 
in fact, we were talking about his form. And his form of meditation is, let's say you're meditating, you hear a big crash or a big something out the door. Get up, go have a look. Don't just sit there and suffer through it. So there are many different forms of meditation. And for those of you with very busy minds like mine, I find chanting an enormously helpful meditation. You can merely chant anything. Now, some people chant Hindu seed sound words because they've been used for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. But if that doesn't appeal to you, let's say you are Christian, find a Christian song that appeals to you. If you are Muslim, find a Muslim prayer. If you are Catholic, perhaps you sing the rosary. Or I know there are beautiful Latin hymns. If you are Jewish like me, you find beautiful songs in Hebrew. Or in, if you're, you know, whatever your particular path is, there will be songs or there will be prayers that you can make into chants. I love coming up with new chants. You can use your name and you can use the vowels of your name. So if your name happened to be Ellen, you would use eh, eh. <laughs> um, you know, because or you can use Ellen, but you would want to elongate it, all right? Let's say your name is Mary. It would be Mary, like that. And you could just use your own name, whatever you want to do. Get creative with it. The more creative you can get in this time on every single level, Believe me, it is going to serve you really, really, really well. So, I would suggest meditating 10 minutes, or let's even start with three minutes. Three minutes in the morning, three minutes during your day. Just take three minutes and three minutes at the end of your day. And believe me, over time, you're going to feel more peaceful. Because meditation of many, many different kinds lowers your brain waves. And as your brain waves begin to relax and slow down and elongate, you begin to experience more and more calm inside of your being, regardless of what's going on on the outside. And you'll begin to feel more at home in yourself and far more peaceful. So, one other thing that I'm going to mention that you can do, and I sort of married it with the, my last comment, is you can get very creative. When we are living into our creativity, by that, I mean doing anything that calls to you creatively. It can be 
baking, cooking, writing letters to people like elderly people who don't have somebody perhaps to write letters to them. It can be singing songs, writing songs. It could be writing a book like I am currently doing. It could be writing a poem. It can be writing a love letter to yourself, a love letter to the world, a love letter to anybody. It could be painting a painting. It can be taking photographs. It can be any form that your creative self calls to you. Now, I know many times when I say this to my patients, they're like, Ellen, I am not creative. You know something? After 32 years of doing this work, I wholeheartedly disagree. We are all creative beings. That is part of what makes us human beings. We are human beings. And so part of being is experience this flow in our creativity. Part of the being is being in meditation. Part of the human is doing, right? Part of the human is experiencing this very human apparatus called a body. The body loves to move in creative ways. Loves to move, period. So I'm going to leave it up to you how you want to experience your creativity. I refuse to believe that you're not. And I will challenge you to prove to me that you are not. All right? And you can write to me on Facebook. You can write to me in email, which is ellen at ellennewhouse.com. You can send me a message on Messenger. You can send me a message on Instagram and prove to me that you are not creative. I take on that challenge with you. Because I guarantee you, you're going to lose. You are creative, no matter what you think. All right. And as always, I want to end with a little bit of sound healing so that it brings you into this place of peace, even when there's great disruption going on. All right. I have found my singing bowl And I just want you to very slowly bring yourself to a seated position if you're not already. Put your feet on the floor, on the ground, so that you can feel that there is great support below you as well as above you. All right? And if you feel comfortable, you can slowly close your eyes. And all you have to do is to receive.
take a nice deep breath and allow yourself just to notice. Notice how you feel in this moment. And for some of you, you may wish to just continue to stay with that for some time. And for others of you, you may be ready to come back. And so if you are, just slowly wiggle your toes and your fingers. And when you're ready, just open your eyes and feel refreshed and renewed and at peace, even though there's great disruption in the universe. Know that even this disruption is quite on purpose and purposeful and guiding us all to a far more beautiful place than we can ever imagine from where we're currently sitting. Now, it may take some time, but trust we will get there and enjoy this amazing, amazing ride and amazing journey. And I will look forward to seeing you all next week. Have a beautiful evening. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for joining me on the Heart and Soul podcast. It's such a joy for me to be with you. I know firsthand how much easier it is to rise when you have community to laugh with, shed a few tears with, and be inspired by. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, go subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, please contact me directly at ellennewhouse.com. And while you're there, grab the special resources I have created for you to begin to take inspired action in your own life. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.